Okay, everybody. Hello and welcome. It's the Monday night training call for Young Living Distributors, and this call is open to everybody. It's meant for my team, but I said, hey, you know what? You're all my team. You're my extended family, and so if you're in Young Living and you're not in my team, welcome, and if you're in my team and you're listening, I love you and welcome, and if you're a spy, take good notes. Maybe you'll learn something. So (laughs) this is Jen Springer. I'm a Platinum in Young Living, and I've been with the company since 2001. And this journey has been incredible for me. You know, I think it's my 14th, 13th year. Well, I mean, yeah, about 13 years in May, and it's coming up pretty quick. And I can't believe it, honestly. I never thought in a million years that I would have found something that I would really love to do. And it doesn't feel like work. You know, for those of you that are, you know, in your living, growing a business, you've been doing this a while, and you've reached rank and things like that, you probably could say the same thing. And you never feel like you're, quote, working, and you always love what you do. And, you know, every day is not always roses, but in the more roses than there are non-rose days, you know, it's just absolutely fantastic. And I just wish that for everybody that works. You know, I see people that are hating their jobs or they have to spend all their time either working overtime to pay their bills and they're still not cutting it. And I look at it and I, I think about what I do. And like this afternoon, you know, I'm in the northern part of the United States, like many of you are, and we've had this beautiful weather, right? And I, we today we had thir- weather that was like 34, and I looked at the, um, the temperature, and I looked at Monty, and I said, let's go ride. And so we went out for two hours, and we rode the horses and came back. And I kept thinking to myself, how many people can do this? Like how many people could just – I was literally at my keyboard, and I just – it was mid-sentence typing something, and I said, let's go, and I just left. I don't know. I wish that for all of you that are growing a business that it is possible that you can live the life that you want if you do this business and you focus. That's probably the number one thing I can tell you is focus on your business and spend the time every week. Have your schedule be laser beam focused, surfing Facebook, clicking likes on photos and sharing all this stuff does not count for hardcore building for your business. That's the extra frivolous stuff that you can do outside of building your business, engaging with people, talking with them either through private messaging on Facebook or emails or texting or face-to-face or whatever you're doing. And we're going to talk about that today with my two guests who are total rock stars at doing this. And so very important message you're going to be getting from these people who just is effortless for them, but I will tell you that it was not effortless at the beginning for them, okay? They had to work really dang hard to get really good at what they're doing. So I'll introduce them in just a second, but I just want to give you guys a little shake up and say get registered for convention, okay? Hotels are getting all full. You'll be staying like in Las Vegas pretty soon if you don't get your hotel booked. <laughs> and the other thing is if Gary is coming to anywhere you want to go to soon, either on the East Coast or into Minneapolis, get your ticket and get your hotels for that because I know those are going to sell out as well. Bring people, but don't wait too long on that because that will definitely sell out and there's no question in my mind about those events. And so get people to that, and then you can guide people to come with you to convention. So this is the second month of the year. We're getting rolling our momentum that we built now so that in the summer, you and everybody's picking their nose, going on picnics, and they're going on motorboats on the lake and drinking margaritas. 
your business will still be cooking and growing because of the work that you do right now in February, March, and April. Because once the, uh, the we've got, what is it, Memorial Day weekend at the end of May, everybody kind of loses their little focus and the people that are really serious, the people like you that want to be able to go ride your horses in the middle of the afternoon, maybe not all of you, but you know what I'm saying, you get my point, because you're going to be doing the work now and then you'll still be doing the work in the summer so you don't have that slump in your volume. And so today I was coaching one of my team members and we were talking about finding balance when you're starting new people with the training showing and allowing your team members to be, quote, independent distributors. So as a leader, and all of you are leaders if you're enrolling people, finding the balance between showing people how to get started and creating a codependent relationship is often blurry, okay? So what I want to recommend to you is be very clear with your new people when you're training them Tell them that they're in training. You know, say, look, I'm training you. I'm going to show you the ropes. I'm going to show you what I do, and then we do together, and then you do, and I'm here to help you. So be very clear on that from the beginning that that's the way it goes. That So you don't create that relationship where you're running and doing and, you know, supporting your whole team, like literally holding them up. You know, there's one thing to support your people when they need help and they need a phone call or a text or they need you to be there to help them with an event. It's a different thing when you're running around, you know, mothering everybody. And I'll tell you, I've learned this lesson the really hard way. Um, I did that at one point in my business. So I don't want you to do that as well. And I was communicating that with this individual today. So when you do the I do it for you so you can watch and then we do it together and then you do it, it creates duplication because then they will do the exact same thing with their people. We do, I do, we do, you do, and it'll just keep duplicating, okay? So to really turbocharge your, your business doing this, have that new person seek out two people that they want to partner with to grow this business with and co-train them all together so the three of them can have a go at it as a, as a unit and they can you know, help each other as well besides you helping them. It really creates great dynamic and momentum. So that's my little words of wisdom for today. So make sure you've got a 100 PV order so you get your full commission check from Young Living. And I, I say this every call, and I want to make sure you check because things go in and out of stock. Sometimes credit cards get funky or debit cards get funky. Always check your orders. Make sure you have 100 PV. Even better yet, be on essential rewards so you don't miss out on the Rising Star bonuses. Okay, you don't want to leave those on the table. And for this month, the 190 PV gets you the Copa Eva and the Idaho Blue Spruce. And then 250 gets you the additional $15 product credit. And then the 300 PV gives you another 10% on your essential rewards. So even if you're not on essential rewards yet and you do that today, okay, you will get instead of 10% back, which you would normally get for the first six months, you would get 20%. That's a big deal, guys. And if you're at 20%, you're going to get 30% or 15 I'm you get, you know, you'll get 25. I can do my math. It's all in one hand, you know what I'm saying? So tonight's our month our Monday call, I almost said monthly, it's four times a month, so depending on the, on the month, maybe sometimes five, it lasts about 30 to 45 minutes, short, sweet, get you back to the evening. We never go beyond 8 o'clock, well, I could say twice, there was like twice. When Gary and Mary were on the call, we did, and you know, I didn't, I was not about to cut them off, 
But if you're new and you have not listened to the previous recording, go to OurSimpleTraining.com. Click on the tab that says Monday Night Calls, and you will find a lot of really, really juicy good stuff there. And if you're not on the mailing list, make sure that you opt in there and you get your name on the email list to get the reminders and stuff like that. Because even though I put them on Facebook, I want the email so you get them direct and get the reminder. I know how I am. If I don't get that reminder in my phone, I will forget. Okay. So tonight I have two very, very special guests who I adore and I've watched them grow from the very beginning. Um, The first person we're going to talk with is Cynthia Casper. And she is very fast growing. She's going to be silver very, very soon. She's getting her teams going. She's gaining some serious momentum. And she is probably one of the best out and about prospectors I have ever seen. You know, she has just just a dynamo type of person. She's very magnetic. And, you know, there's a bit of time when I remember when she was first starting to do this, she didn't know what to say to people. She didn't know how to ask them for this phone number. She didn't know all that stuff. And she just kept doing it and doing it. And now it's flawless. It's flawless. So, Cynthia, welcome to the call, and I cannot wait to pick your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenya. It's such a, a joy to be here. Um, you know, we've worked together so long and, um, you know, watched each other kind of evolve and, and go through different things and, and come out and, and continue to grow. And so it's, um, you know, I've always learned so much from you and, uh, you know, really enjoy being a part of this team. So did you ever think that, you know, we always joke with Young Living that when we sponsor people that they are part of our family. I mean, it's really what happens. It's like you're like one of my sisters. You know, I have one sister that's biological, but I got, you know, I got my other sister over here from another Yeah, sister. exactly. That's exactly how it feels. So tell me about when you first started doing what we call out and about prospecting, what is that, you know, I mean, because your time is really tight, you know, and you're like a lot of people, you have a million gazillion things going on. And so what is out and about prospecting? How would you explain that to people? Out and about prospecting, I would just say that it is connecting with people. Well, well, first of all, I back up a little bit because I observe people, first of all, and I, I have developed I don't know, almost an intuitive sense about um, people just as I'm watching them, like if I'm in a store or I'm in a Starbucks or I'm in the bookstore or I'm at the gym or whatever, um, there's certain things about people, like the way they carry themselves or how they'll interact with other people that uh, I would, I can almost sense that, you know, that they would really be good um, in a business like Young Living. Um, and so from there, I'll usually uh, go over and strike up a conversation with them. And um, within a matter, I'd say I have it down to probably 90 seconds that I can um, get a phone number and a contact information and be on my way and then follow up you know, later on. Um, now, when you talk to people, how do you break the ice? You know, how, you know, I know you're observing people, you're trying to get in the vibe, but what do you do? Do you just like go, hi, my name is Cynthia, I buy my oil. You know, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't work too well. Um, I think we've all, 
I think we've all gone through that phase, the three-foot rule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, no, I will usually, I, I mean, I'm always asking questions. And so, for instance, um, you know, I would just strike up a conversation this afternoon in, uh, in a Whole Foods with the, cash, with the cashier. I mean, it was, it was freezing cold. The, the wind was blowing in the doors. And so I just asked the question, how, you know, how, is it really cold? standing here? Like, how, how do you manage to stand here for this whole time? And it just flings open the door. And she's going to start chattering and, you know, talking, uh, not, not her teeth because she's cold, but just talking about, you know, her experience of standing at the cash register. And so I'm listening to her and I'm also evaluating. I'm like, okay, how, how is she holding herself? <laughs> how is she speaking? What kind of words is she using? And is this someone that I feel like in 30 seconds that I could work with? Because I am always looking for people who are looking. And I think that that took me a really long time to understand that, that uh, I, I almost pretend like I'm Martha Stewart or I pretend like I'm a very high-powered executive, and uh, I'm a headhunter. And I will really pay attention to people, and I don't want people who are not serious or who would not be looking for what I have to offer. So it's very easy then for me as the conversation moves along to discern, is this something, is this person someone that I could work with, or is this someone that, maybe probably wouldn't do very well in, in the business. And so when, when that person will start talking, I will just continue on with the questions. Well, really? Oh, really? How long have you worked here? Oh, I just started here two months ago. Really? Well, what is it, what is it that you like about being here? And she's going she's, she, she's to answer the question. Well, you know, I like the teammates and I like this. Well, I'm... I'm actually gathering information about her, like what are her needs and her wants and her desires. And so if it seems like it's a good fit, then I will say, you know, I don't know if this would be for you or not, but I am expanding my business in the area and I'm looking for people just like you. And, you know, if you don't mind, I can give you, let me give you my business card and you can go ahead and give me a call. And I never carry business cards with me, so I always have to kind of like look around for a piece of paper to write on. And so I write my phone number, I write my name, and as I'm handing that person my phone number, I say, you know what, because of my schedule, I'm so hard to get a hold of. Is there a good time and a number that I could reach you? And I would say 97% of the time, those people are going to give me a phone number, sometimes an email address, and I put it in my pocket and, you know, say, oh, my gosh, it was so great talking with you. I just feel so energized, and I will be in touch with you in the next couple of days, and, you know, we can, we can see if this is a good fit, you know. Great. And that's it. And I can usually do that. Anywhere from 90 seconds to three minutes. Wow. That, you guys, this is, this, for those of you listening, that was pure gold. Like pure 
gold. And if you're listening to the recording, rewind it and, like, write it all out. And for those of you that listen to it live, you're going to get the recording. It'll be up in the next day or so. Get listen in that, write it out, and practice it a million times. So, Cynthia, did it roll off your tongue that easily when you first no. started doing it? Were you born <laughs> that way? No. I mean, I was born just a natural connector, I think. I never had an issue. And my son, who is now 18, much to his chagrin, I'm, I'm talking to everybody as we're out and about in a store, in a grocery store, in in the in the Apple store, you know, you name it, I'm always forming people and talking with them. And he he's paid attention and he's he does that now. He has his own, you know, side job and, and I've watched him do some of the same things that he's been watching me do over the years. So he's he's gotten to be proficient at it. But no, I haven't always been able to do this and it's been through studying with people like Tom Chalen and Randy Gage and Danny Johnson um, that I've been able to formulate my own words. And just now it just rolls off my tongue because it's second nature. But I think another really important piece here, um, Jen, is that I love to make heart connection with people. And if I do this, this... how do I want to say this? This gives me my juju for the day is to get out there and talk with people, but not only talk to them, but talk, but, but make that heart connection with them. And so many times I think people, when other people will talk with them and when they're out and about, they don't even look at them in their eyes. And that to me is very important. I mean, I'll lean forward and I will actually consciously make an effort to actually connect eye to eye and heart to heart with that person. And it really, it, it pays off one way or the other because either it brightens the person's day, it certainly brightens mine, and it has developed into numerous people, uh, you know, business builders on my team. <laughs> so it's just such a win-win-win situation. It doesn't sound like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't even sound like you even talk about Young Living or the oils at that initial meeting, do you? No, no, no. I never even bring it up. Sometimes they'll say, well, what kind of business is it? And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm feeling like this really, I, I couldn't do it justice by describing any of this to you right now, but I will totally call you in the next 24, 48 hours, and I'll be able to answer any question that you have about it. And we'll just see if it's a good fit. So I don't like to get into that conversation about young living because I don't want them to form ideas in their head that might be um, untrue. So I, I would imagine that you not having a card that says, Cynthia Casper, Young Living Distributor, here's my website, here's my phone number and email, you don't have that on purpose. It's totally strategic. I, I intentionally do not carry business cards and yeah. because I want to have control of the situation. I, I want to have total control from the beginning to the end. And not that I'm a control freak, but I really, you know, I've heard horror stories of people um, 
that, you know, you, somebody will give them a business card and, you know, they'll go and search Young Living and they'll go and enroll in somebody else's group. So I don't ever want that to happen to me. And I want to make sure that I'm answering their questions and I'm walking them through the process from the very beginning. So that yeah, was a and, great question. And even like what you said, though, you're really making that connection because, you know, I I know as a as a builder myself and you and when Monty, you know, is talking when he comes on, I, like you said it, you were very clear. You're looking for people who are looking. You are looking for people who are looking. You're not enrolling every warm-bodied person that wants to join your business. You know, you're you're discerning and looking for a person that you can mentor and really do this with. They may wind up being a customer if they don't wind up building, but a lot of times, subconsciously, I feel, and I've seen it with people, they think that the person that they're enrolling is doing them a favor by enrolling with that sponsor mm. versus you. You know, like if I enroll you, like I feel like you're doing me a favor by coming into my team when really you've taken the posture of I'm picking who I want on my team. Correct? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and what happens then, I think, is eventually your team really becomes so cohesive because I have a vision of of where my where I want my team to go, you know, where where I'm leading them, and um, people there there's going to be some people that 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 vision is really going to resonate with, and there's going to be other people that it absolutely will not resonate with. And that's okay because, you know, there is a team somewhere for them. I'm specifically looking for certain types of individuals. And, you know, by being discerning like that, then that allows me to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I got a question in from uh, Tammy Lindino, and she asked, you know, especially people that are really shy, um, how would you encourage somebody who is really shy to start doing this and being able to strike up a conversation with somebody they don't even know when, as you go throughout your day? You know, that really is uh, a really good question. And I've, I have a friend who is really an introvert. And I've come to understand introverts a a lot better because of her and it it really is kind of a um a way of being for them and my suggestion is always to not it not make it about you because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people who are really shy it's you know they think the focus is on them and if you can take that spotlight and totally turn it away from yourself and put the spotlight on the person that you're talking with and make it not about you but totally about about that person, I have found that that really works with people who um, say that they're shy. That's awesome. And believe it or not, you guys are going to call me names right now and probably send me hate mail. I am actually very much introverted. And people don't believe that because I'm so, it's taken me a long time to get where I'm at. And I'll tell you how I did this. Um, 
I just practiced talking to people with no agenda about talking about my business. And I learned how to strike up conversations with people I didn't know. When I, like with you, I, you know, I'd be out and about. I, you know, I didn't have an agenda for the day, but everywhere I was, I would just start talking with people about anything. Like, oh, I see you like to buy organic, you know, bread. Why is that? You know, I mean, I would just like, just I would just talk, you know, and try to be a human being that's normal and engaged. And that's how I started it at first, just to be able to strike it up. And then, because I've seen you, you're very charismatic. But I know for you, though, then bringing in the second part, and for me, once I got comfortable doing those conversations, bringing in the second part of, you know, I don't know if this is for you or not, you know, and then and then doing the phone number exchange, that became much easier. And I figured, what do I have to lose, you know? But at first it was kind of rough, you know. <laughs> Monty's my witness. Right. <laughs> He'll jump in later and tell that's the truth, but... I agree, and it's not about, you know, not about me. And also with that person, we have a gift, and we don't know if what our, what we can offer them for Young Living could set them free with their health or their finances. And by what I would tell myself, you know, my ego of worrying that I'm going to look like a dweeb in front of this person or say the wrong thing, I could be stopping that person from, you know, from setting them free like I am free with my life the way I can live it. And so that is a real kick in my butt when I get really nervous. I just say, Jen, it's not about you. It's about helping that person to get over yourself. And I literally, that's the dialogue I have in my head. Yeah, exactly. And everybody likes to talk about themselves. I've never met a person (laughs) yet that doesn't, if you ask an open-ended question, People love to talk about themselves. So I think the, the really good key here is to really practice and learn how to ask open-ended questions. You know, don't ask questions that are going to just require a yes or no answer, but ask questions that are re- going to require someone to, you know, to, to say a sentence. So it's just like, do you like working here? Yes, no, no. It's just like, whoa, what do you like about working here? You know, oh, man, you've been here for three months. What do you like about being here? And and when you, when you finally get in the flow of learning how to ask those types of questions, it, it's effortless. You know, and going into a person that is shy or that may have a little bit of a uh, issue communicating, like you know, myself or the other introverts of the world, if I find if that person is not going to engage with me, then I will, if that person doesn't engage with me, it's not something, I, somebody I want to work with, you know, kind of decides right there if that person would be a good team member for me or not it, based off of how they respond to me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's easy, <laughs> right? Yeah, my, 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 my TV just did something crazy. It was on mute and then it decided to play. Um, yeah, so like like you said, it would make it really easy to discern if you're trying to talk to somebody and it's like chalking to, you know, a cardboard box, then you know that might not be, like what you said, you're looking to see how they engage with you. You're looking to see how the rapport is. And if there is no rapport and there is no engagement, you just kind of like go, great, have a nice day, and you walk away. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, that's it. And then just go on to the next person. <laughs> you know, do you, um, Tammy also asked, do you plan your out and about prospecting? Or is this just something you do as you go through your day? I mean, how do you, how do you plan this or what do you do? 
Yeah, that's really a good question. I um, have uh, another position where I am in the natural foods industry, and I'm in and out of natural food stores constantly on a daily basis. And so that really gives me a great opportunity to connect with, you know, people that would be more like-minded than, let's say, if I was working in a mechanic shop. Um, So as I'm just going through the store and I happen to notice, you know, a mom standing there with her baby, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, start asking and talking about the baby and, and eventually get her, get her phone number. Um, Or, you know, if, if there's someone that's, that's working in a store, uh, I would, I would ask, you know, start, start, just start asking questions about how, how they like the, you know, how they like what they do, and what is it that they like, and um, you know, what what are their aspirations? Are they are they planning on staying here for a really long time? And people are gonna are gonna tell you, and from there, I, I'm able to decide whether that's you know, if I want to take it to the next step and see if I want to get their phone number or not. So yeah, but even if I didn't have this job, Jen, I would be <laughs> be totally, you know, whether it was in a grocery store line at the post office in a bookstore, I walking walking down the street. I would just um, my goal is always to, to to connect with two people every single day, and to get two new leads, two two really good leads every single day, and you know you do that for five days out of the week. Now you've got ten names that you just put into your funnel, and you know, at the end of the month, you're going to have, you know, 20 names. So you do this over a period of time, and those people then start becoming part of the organization, or some of those people, but yet every day I go out and talk with two more people and get two more contacts. And then also use those people to ask them, you know, who do they know if there's someone that might be interested. So it just really becomes this um, from one grain, 10,000 grains type of, of situation. You know, I know what people are thinking. I've got ESP and I can hear them right now. They're thinking, well, what do you do with them? We'll do this question and then we'll, we'll uh, meander over to talk to Monty, but I know this is the open the question that's burning right now in everybody's mind. What do you do with them when you call them? Now that, when, I now call that them. You're, when you're calling him on the follow-up, what do you do? <laughs> exactly. I establish a, a rapport with them. So I continue to ask them questions and really drill deep and find out what their, their needs, wants, and desires are. And I am, sometimes the call lasts for three minutes. Sometimes it lasts for 10, 15 minutes. And the... the I, it's, it's that you, I really work hard to establish that connection because people are going to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And so if I can establish a commonality between the two of us, whether you know we're both moms and we have teenagers or whether we both have dogs or whether we lived in a in the same town many years ago whatever it is there's there's usually some type of commonality that I will discover in my conversation and make that connection with that person and then toward the end of the conversation I will then 
move it into the more young living piece and say, okay, well, you know, I really appreciate you giving me, you know, answering these questions so that I know what information to send you to. And here's what I would like you to do. I would like you to go watch this video or, uh, you know, let's set a time that we can get together for coffee and I'll do a little mini, mini business presentation either on the internet or in person. And then from there, then that will lead into the next step. Right, either of more information or sponsorship or whatever. You know, everybody's so different, you know, with what they want right. or where they're at. And I think it's still really important to reiterate, and you did it again, and I want to reiterate again, is you're really looking for people that you jive with, people that are really looking for what you're doing. And if they say no, you don't take it personally. And I know this from talking with you. You're like that person... I don't want to pull their teeth and force them into, you know, being in my team because they're never going to – it's not a good fit, you know. Right. Yeah. And you find that out. Right, and that sets up resentment, and and that's just just really not a a good scene at all. No. And there's there's just – how many people are on the planet? I mean, clearly it should be just common sense that – if we just let go and visualize what it is that we're that we we want i mean i think that's really important is to get clear on how what kind of a team we want um and what kind of people do we really want to work with you know what would really just bust me so that i couldn't wait to jump out of bed in the morning and go and connect with these people that are on my team. And those are the types of people that I, that I look for. So mm-hmm. I hold that vision of um, what kind of a team is it that I'm building? What kind of people do I want on that team and where are we going? And then, then that just kind of lays open what, you know, what kind of person it is that I'm going to be connecting with. Yes, and that is so powerful. And it's so powerful because as, you know, as you start to grow a business, all of you as the collective you, you will get no's. And some of them are your best friends and your family and people you thought would be perfect for this business because they need it, right? And right. it's not a fit, right? It's not, you know, don't, don't worry. It's not about you. It's not about what you said, right or wrong, you know? Right. So it's a, it, and I know that from with you and even like my relationship with you, it's effortless. And that relationships with our team members should be effortless and and wonderful. I mean, it's not always perfect, but even with the imperfections, those um, it should always be quote good. You know, it should have a good vibe. It should have good communication. The person, the mission is on the same page, and that's what you're looking for when you're just even initially striking up that conversation. And that's exactly what you said. So yeah. Oh, yeah. so wonderful. You're such a rock star. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, we do. Now, is there anything else that you, any words of wisdom you'd like to finish with, with your, um, your like, all the ears that are listening right now before we switch over to to the, the, the networking group, Man of the World? No, I, just the, the main thing is to get really clear on on what kind of business that it is that you're building and who it is that you want to attract and and to to bring into your business because then that will really 
make it much easier to discern who it is that you're going to talk to and if this person is a good fit or this person isn't a good fit. And then just ask those open-ended questions and just have a good time and make that good heart connection because you're, you're spreading joy no matter if they join the business or not. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Have fun and, yeah, exactly. There was something brilliant I was going to say, but I don't remember well. <laughs> and don't take yourself too seriously, right? <laughs> exactly, never. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this and giving this information to everybody because these are your ninja secrets. I mean, really, you're sharing your ninja secrets with people, and I hope they really um, took and, you know, listened to what you said and wrote down like furious mad people and their pens are on fire. So thank you wow. so much. <laughs> thank you for being here. And I'm going yep. to switch over to Monty so that he can uh, he can share how he does his prospecting, um, like I said, Cynthia did, does hers out and about. And Monty Moran is a silver, and he did the silver and six program. And, you know, you run out of people to talk to. I mean, generally in your, in your warm market, you know, your friends and family, people that you know. And we all have that happen. We burn through those. And then you have to keep, adding to your list, like Cynthia said, the funnel, your list, you know, who, you know, you got that book of live prospects. And so Monty has done it a little bit differently. He's been in my organization for a couple of years and um, watching him grow from not knowing anybody in the community, you know, people that he knew a long time ago, but he needed to reestablish himself in the community and he got really networked and he did it through networking groups. And he'll explain what that is in just a minute, but he is very busy and he's out a couple times a week getting to know people and um, really expand who is in his circle of influence. So, hey, Monty, are you here on the line with us? Is this thing on? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) You are on. So welcome to the call. I'm very thrilled that you're spending some time here with us and um, share with everybody what is a networking group like what is it like you know people think like uh, you know it could be foreign to some people that are listening well okay so I'm in two technically one is more formal than the other one I'll talk about the other one first the other one is the tips club and so basically it's just a group of people who meet well we meet every Friday morning um, but they talk about all the scuttlebutt that's going on in the area as far as like who's opening, who's closing, who's doing this, who needs employees, who's expanding their business. Um, they know all the ins and outs. It's a very interesting group, but it's only a buck a week. So as far as price-wise, it's a pretty awesome group. As far as leads-wise, it's, uh, it's a little shaky. But the one that is worth it, speaking of, uh, look at advertising. So a lot of people think, well, I'll just, you know, I'll advertise on the radio or advertise a newspaper or whatever. That's kind of a shot in the dark. My method of advertising that seems to work the best because it is networking, period, is a group called BNI or Business Networking International. And the beauty about this is that it's formal. The way it, it's kind of set up is we meet every week you can't make it, make sure you have a sub to come in and cover for you. Because the idea is, is we're always referring clients to each other or customers to each other. So we're always listening for cues and roundabout, uh, trying to see if we can match people up with people in our group. So with that, uh, basically here's how it goes, is that we meet every week. 
meeting starts out, and there's obviously there's going to be some business parts with it, but we all go around and basically just do our 60-second commercial. But our group is so big that we actually have to tone it down to about 45 seconds. And so basically all we do is we introduce ourselves, uh, say who, what company we're with, and either have like a tip or tell people about, you know, okay, so what are you looking for? So, for instance, here we go. Um, so what I say is I go, well, the group is called Super Fantastic. Super Fantastic. So I'll tell the group, morning, Super Fantastics. I'm Monty Moran with Young Living Essential Oils, where we have fun one drop at a time. Usually I wait for a few chuckles. And then after that, then I'll just kind of, because with Young Living, we can talk about so many different things. It's impossible to talk about anything for 30 to 45 seconds. So I usually try to pick on one niche. And so over the holidays, it was, so who do you know? And we always talk about who do you know, because we're not, I'm not trying to sell to the group. I'm trying to sell to the people that are, that, that spirit of influence outside the group. So it's like, instead of that 35 people, I want to talk, I want to talk to 35 people with every one of those 35 people. So, I mean, it's exponential how it goes. And everyone's always listening and everyone's always taking notes as far as, all right, so, you know, who I know that's looking for this. So over the holidays, I said, and I passed around a catalog, a holiday catalog, and I said, all right, so who do you know that gives gifts every year to other businesses because they work together um, and they're tired of doing the, the pound cakes or the hams or the turkeys and they want something uh, more interesting to, to give this year? Uh, you know, it, can, it could be not only business to business, but businesses that, you know, give gifts to their favorite customers or their best customers or maybe their best employees. Who do you know that does that and is looking for something different to do? And I tell them, you know, it's easy because Young Living will actually ship whatever they want to order for that customer or that other business right to their door. So they can get something shipped right to the main entryway of the law firm if, if it's some law firm they were gifting to. But we always talk about, you know, who do you know? And it's like not, I'm not telling the group, I'm telling the, the people that the group knows. Uh, gosh, I could talk about so many things. But basically, all right, and then here's another one, is that we have two things that we do. So one is referrals, which is the who do you know, and we always pass referrals saying, hey, by the way, did I threw this one out a long time ago. I think it was last fall. I said, yeah, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. Anybody know anybody in South Africa that's looking to do, you know, a part-time business and maybe develop an income? I got a referral. A guy said, yeah, I know. I have a friend who's an expat. They moved to South Africa. They're kind of interested in the business stuff, and they've done a few things. So that one's in the works. So you never know. You, you always need to ask something. But with that, um, so there's referrals. Dance cards is another thing that we do. And basically what a dance card is, is no, we don't go dancing, is we usually go for a coffee or lunch. And this is what Jen's talking about as far as I'm gone all the time. That's because I'm always doing these little dance cards. And basically that's a, a way to kind of get to know each other so that we feel good. And, you know, Cynthia talks about this, the, the know and the trust, is getting to know each other and, and developing that trust so that if something comes up or someone says, yeah, I know somebody that has a teething baby and, you know, maybe Copiapa might be an option. I'd be the one they refer to. But usually it's the people that I've had to copy with and they've got to know me. And we've talked, you know, for about an hour about 
them and myself, we establish a relationship, then they can say, oh, yeah, hey, you know, this guy is pretty cool. How about if we just uh, do an email three-way or you know, I'll give you the number and he'll call you or something like that. That's the dance cards. And it's, it's awesome because it's a way to develop a relationship. And you know what? Usually when I do the dance cards, and I joke with Jen about this, is usually I don't even talk about Young Living. Half yeah. the time I'm, I'm, pep- I'm peppering just enough questions to find out what they're about. And as soon as they, they finish their sentence, I got another question right in. So the only thing I really say is a bunch of questions, and they keep talking about themselves. And by the time we're done, they think I'm super awesome because I was the best conversationalist when really all I was doing was asking them about themselves. There's only one time that I was, I came back home and I said, ah, I got formed. It's because there's, there's a guy in the group who's like the Mr. B&I guy. He's a banker. And uh, he beat me to the punch, and he was the one that was peppering all the questions and, and had me answering all, you know, explaining myself. But it's good times. It's fun. Um, you know, while Cynthia was on, I was looking at my, my report for how many new members I get every month. And in 2012, I was basically averaging like 3 to 10. And in the last year, since I've been doing this B&I, my average each month is somewhere between 10 and 30. So like it, it keeps going up every month. So is it, is it worth it? Yeah, totally. In fact, the whole question about, you know, so, you know, who do you talk to? I have no problem. I have a stack right here that if I ever get bored one day and I have, I think I have nothing to do, I have to just stare at that stack and there's, there's always somebody that I need to follow up with or touch base with. Not so the networking groups are where it's a group of professionals that come together that meet at like once a week or something like that, and you're representing Young Living at these groups. You're not representing anything else. You're just going in as a Young Living distributor. Right. So the groups, basically there is a position available for one person in each occupation. I mean, they can't have two bankers. Like they could have a personal banker and a commercial banker kind of deal. But for the most part, it's, it's everybody has their own separate niche. You know, so there's construction people and there's bankers and realtors and massage therapists and chiropractors and the list goes on. But there's only one person in each niche. Uh, there is another network uh, networking person, uh, Mary Kay lady, and. Uh, I know right away she's like, yeah, I don't know, another networking marketing person in this group. It, she's kind of like a, the, the bee's knees around here in that group. But I went and had lunch with her, or no, I had coffee with her, and I just told her how awesome she was and how awesome her company is and, you know, how, you know, they helped the whole network marketing business because of the Mary Kay cars and the pink cars and all this other stuff, and they're awesome. She's referred me to so many people, it's ridiculous. But just because I told her I liked her and, kind of just ease attention and yeah, she's she's awesome. But anyway, yeah, there's one person in each in each category and I represent myself as young living. The beauty part about that is that you know, and this is probably the ego issue was is I wasn't sure who I was if I wanted to identify myself as like other things I do or if I just want to do young living and I just decided, you know what? I'm just gonna do young living and pretty much my approach now is that and the talk about town now, I think, is oh, Monty, the oils guy. Yeah, and it's it's kind of re-identified myself as far as instead of 
Monty, the personal trainer, or Monty, the college teacher or whatever, it always comes up the oils guy first, the oils guy first. And then, oh, by the way, he does this also. So if people have multiple businesses, they have to be really clear when they go to a networking group how they want to represent so they don't get diluted or confusing to those people that are at the groups. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's you pretty much have to wear that badge. Like if I'm young living, that's that's all I talk about is young living, and that's it. Very, I, you know, they might know what I do on the side, per se, but it's it's young living all the way. It's that's how how I branded myself. How did you find these groups? So if people are in local, you know, you know, our town isn't very big. It's only a couple hundred thousand people versus the big cities. How did you go about finding these groups so that you could, and how did you pick those specific ones versus maybe some other ones? Uh, it seems like a lot of people get invited to the groups because the B&I groups, everybody, these people work. I mean, they're always looking for referrals and new blood and, and they're constantly working. I mean, I get referrals all the time and I handle referrals all the time. I'm, we're always listening for opportunities for us or for somebody else to grow their business, no matter if it's construction or if it's banking or if it's oils. Uh, yeah, so I got, inter- I got introduced. I got invited. So the way I got okay. invited was I was serving lunch tables at a restaurant, and the guy paid with his card, and I'm always curious. I didn't ask him. I said, so what company is this? And... One thing led to another and a few more questions, and he was sending me letters and phone calls and emails, and I joined the group. But I've been to a lot of the groups, and so I think one of the main things is is I visited a lot of groups in probably the last, I don't know, seven years. And it's got to be a gut feeling as far as, you know, does this group feel good? Because you know right away if the vibe is right or not. But uh, this group, it was, it was an instant, yeah. This is a good group. But on top of that is I also sub for other groups. So not only is my sphere of influence just on these 35 people and their sphere of influence, you know, people that they know, but now I'm in subbing for other groups and they're beginning to know who I am. I've already, like, one group I enrolled half the people already. So, you know, it's just I just keep extending the, the circles, basically. But if you so wanted to find it, you could go to, I think it's BNI. Gosh, how do you find this? Businessnetworkinginternational.com or something like that? I don't even know. Yeah. I just go to the I just go to the groups and enroll people. That's all I do. <laughs> do you? Is there a, um, a a fee to belong to these groups, or do you go for free, or how does that work? Or yeah, and then after that, we'll we'll talk. Let's talk about chamber real quick before we finish up. Okay, uh, I think I paid. Well, there's a hundred dollar application fee, and then I think it's like two sixty a year. So my first year, I paid three. Well, I have, actually, I haven't even been there for a full year yet. It'll be this spring, but I think your first year is about three sixty, and then after that, it's like two sixty. Don't quote me, but it's like right around that range. But then also because you're usually doing a lunch or a breakfast, there's always going to be a cost of that as far as probably having a bite to eat. So I mean, figure ten bucks a week with that too. 
But I mean, that's positive advertising, and it's all deductible, and it's I can say it's it's more than paid for itself. Yes, and and some of those other groups, I know B and I is a one, you know you pay once a year, like you said that lump sum, and then some of the other groups don't they just go week by week or you know by every time you go? B and I is different, but some of the other groups are they run a little bit different. Um, yeah, so the B&I group, it's like a one-year membership kind of deal, and um, some of them are pretty strict as far as, you know, you better show up or you don't show up so many times you'll be kicked out of the group because you're not really working the group. But I just found the website. It's bni.com. Okay. And I'm sure you can find, it says find a chapter right on the front page. So. And a lot of times, don't they have more than one chapter per city? Oh, yeah, I mean... I set up for two or three other groups in Fargo, so they're using We're not a big city. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and then some yeah. of the other... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said some of the other groups are... You just pay week by week, and it's not... It, what's anywhere from what it... Isn't Big Tippers like $2 or a dollar? And then some of the other ones that we've been to are like... I think some of the ones I've been to are $25 and they include lunch, but they just meet once a month. I mean, they're all different. Yeah, I mean, there's like limited networking and um, various like little unofficial tips groups and Weibo, I think, is another one. There's a lot of women's networking groups that are pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of kind of just looking for them and finding them, really. They're out there. Need to find them. Do you think that um, a chamber of commerce is something that's good to join, or um, it's a value to something like we do with Young Living? I think that well, I think the chamber would be more expensive because really, the only way to really get your name out there is to have a booth when they do their um, chamber events. Say if they have their business after hours type events. And that's all. I mean, you look at at least 125 bucks a booth, and I know a lot of people that they do booths for six months straight. So, yeah, that up. And I don't know what chambers vary as far as their cost, depending on how many people are in your business. So I think we we're paying like 300 bucks for the two of us, basically. And then you know, if we did the booths, you know, we're doing 125 bucks. It adds up. Uh, but it kind of, I think it depends on the person because we did the chamber and we did okay, but we didn't really spend enough time towards working it. I, I would say if anybody was going to do the chamber of commerce, is if you really want to get contacts, is be an ambassador where you go around and you do all the ribbon cuttings and you, you're basically in all the hubbub of what's going on, and that's how you connect it. I know people that that were ambassadors and they got connected fast. But you got to work. I mean, I mean, you got to be out there doing stuff and taking part. So, do you do real quick before we wrap up here? We got just a couple of minutes. Do you do it pretty much the same way that Cynthia does? You talk to people, you engage, you get to know them, or do you actually pimp Young Living right there when you stand up and you're going on about um, what you're looking for, or when you do those coffee meetings? With the coffee meetings, I'm just trying to get to know what the other person is all about. And whether they figure out what I'm about doesn't really matter. It's 
as long as they feel like they know and trust me, uh, mission accomplished. Uh, but with the meeting part, where we have a 45-second to one-minute commercial, yeah, I mean, you're basically you're selling yourself. And that's your chance. And you're always and the trick is to always ask for, what are you looking for? You know, I could be looking for somebody. I could be looking for guys who decided that, you know, all the clones out there are toxic. You know, anybody looking for a non-toxic way to, to wear a cologne? Because I have ideas. That kind of stuff. And just kind of get people thinking so that when they go out and about, they can listen for those cues about, God, you know, I wish, I wish there was a different way to do a cologne because I've been reading on this and they're all toxic, blah, blah, blah. Some, you know, some of my group would say, hey, you know what, I know somebody that does that. Boom, there's a referral and they, they line them up real quick. Yeah. And the lifeblood of those groups are referrals, people referring to each other, isn't it? Yeah, it's big. In fact, they call this, they have this thing called B&I Bucks where uh, we report, you know, how much business is created just from the group. And um, I know our group, no joke, does about a million bucks a month in referrals. Helping each other, the cumulative profits that have come, or the cumulative business between all the members is about a million dollars a month? Yeah, in our group it is, yeah. Wow. Cool. It's well, huge. this is too, yeah, that's huge. Uh, well, this is two different sides of how, you know, people can grow their business the way um, Monty grows his through the networking and going to the groups and meeting people that way or Cynthia out and about. And so, Monty, I really, you know, we're running, we have two minutes left, and I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to share with everybody really quick before we go. Um, any tips of wisdom if they're going to go out and search for a networking group to join? Um, you know, just go by gut feeling. I mean, go and visit the groups and just see if it seems like a good vibe, really, because that's kind of what I did, and this one was a really good vibe, and it's chaos. Mm. Follow your get, out. <laughs> get out there. And, well, you know, one thing I want to add before we finish. Now, a lot of times people think they're, you get immediate results. Did it take time for you to start establishing a relationship, or were you enrolling people right off the bat, or did it take, a, like, a momentum period? I would say it took about three months. But in those three months, I was probably doing – three coffee meetings with people in the group uh, every week. I mean, I was making sure people knew who I was and what I was about and just establishing a relationship where, you know, yeah, they can trust me and they can refer people that they know to me because they've met with me and they, they know where I'm coming from. Sweet. So you established your relationships, the groundwork for about 90 days, and then from there that's when it started snowballing. Right. Cool. That's that's really important because a lot of times people go to the chamber or they go to B&I or they go somewhere and they say, oh, I went a few times and it didn't work for me, I'm done. And then they don't give it enough time. So, well, thank you so much, Monty, for sharing your wisdom. I am just really um, excited that you came and shared this knowledge because, again, just like Cynthia, this is your ninja secret. You know, this is your lifeblood to your business. And for you to just share this with everybody is extremely valuable and I'm grateful that you're here and giving all your little your little secrets of the trade that you're finding that work really well for you. So thank you for coming on and um, you know, we're going to finish up the call here. Let me go ahead and open the line so that everybody can say goodnight to you guys. Thank you, Monty.
Thank you. Okay, you're on mute. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Read it. Read it. I learned so much. Oh, good. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Monty. You're welcome.